are recording. Cool. So here I am with uh, Tristan, aka Martial Arts Film Freak. Um, we are. Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, how very professional of you. And then again, you're more professional than me because uh, you've got a YouTube channel and I've just got a shitty podcast. So there is nothing about what I do that I would call professional. <laughs> so we're going to sit down and have a little chat about. Um, I say sit down like we're actually having coffee, but uh, we're going to chat uh, chat it up about kung fu cinema and martial arts cinema in general. So off the bat, I have a quite a philosophical question for you. Um, why martial arts cinema? What is it about the genre? Because I know you're a movie fan in general. I mean, you're you're a big movie guy. But why martial arts cinema? What is it about the genre that stands out to the likes of me and you, or you, just you personally? What stands? Why? Why this genre? I think there has just always been some sort of fascination with it from from the start. Like ever since I was a kid, something martial arts has always been on TV. Uh, I was either watching Power Rangers mm-hmm. or Rush or Rush Hour. I didn't get it. I, I didn't get into a lot of the Hong Kong Jackie Chan stuff. I had a lot of the, you know, American stuff on VHS or DVD. So I was watching like the Tuxedo yeah, the Medallion. Yeah. We had we didn't have any Bruce Lee movies. We had um, uh, the 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 Dragon the Dragon Bruce Lee story, whatever that one. Was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we're playing like Tekken. Oh, and just all so everything I was watching, Power Rangers, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Tekken, everything that was on was something martial arts related, and something about that just buried into my brain. So, what would you say now keeps you in the genre? What is its mass appeal to you right now? Like, why, why, when you were young, did you not grow out of the martial arts phase? Like, what is it about the genre that keeps you coming back? I. I it's. I feel like it's. It's something to do with like a, a, a control of the human form. I don't okay. know. Like no, no. I, I'm, I'm with you. Because it's. It's like I'm not a big musical or like. Well, I'm not a big musical guy. Yeah. But like, if I if I watch like a musical that has like a dope dance number, I'm like that was amazing. Like, right. There used to be a show on MTV uh, called America's Best Dance Crew. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. And I. loved it yeah and and it's i don't like if if i find a movie that has just new amazing choreography right that's great but then like you know there's other things like the stories and all that stuff i love yeah i i find it interesting i often compare uh martial arts cinema to opera in the A lot of people don't get opera. Like I don't get opera. I I I've, I couldn't go and watch an opera because it just it just doesn't gel with me. I don't understand it. Or even I mean this is kind of ironic, but even ballet. Like I understand this is a incredible dance that's on stage, but it just does nothing for me. But martial arts cinema to me is like visual poetry. It's just there's something about a great fight scene that just you know you know what it is what you just described and it's the same thing it's it's another interest we have in common go on it's professional wrestling exactly exactly yeah i i don't understand it always confuses me how people that like martial arts cinema don't like or sometimes don't like wrestling because it's like it's the same thing kind of like if like what you're saying about like this like ballet this visual storytelling if you took like probably the easiest example if you took the final fight of the raid yeah. and you cut out all dialogue, don't show anyone any context, show them from the moment Rama walks in the door right. and sees his brother hanging there getting beaten up, yeah. Mad Dog takes him down, stands in the middle of him, and they go at it. 
You don't need to know any context. You don't need yeah. any sound. You know everything going on. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's interesting. And it, it almost sucks to say this, but and I don't I don't mean this like for every film, but sometimes the plot is superfluous. It's like you don't mm. it's good obviously we need a plot and it's important to have characters and, and, and all that. But sometimes when it comes to martial arts, you don't need that. Like you just said, you yeah. can sit down and watch the final fight in Drunken Master 2 and be like Oh, I get it. I get what this is all about. Like, I understand right. why it's so good. No, like, I'll put on, you know, whatever old kung fu movie mm-hmm. that I've never even seen before. Yeah. And, like, I'll maybe, I'll devote, like, ten minutes of, like, paying attention to the plot. Yeah. But once I get it, then I'm just kind of on my phone a little bit waiting for a fight scene. Right. Because right. I'm like, once I realize, once I, it's something clicks and I'm just like, oh, okay, gotcha. Revenge. Okay. Yeah, and I think there's so many martial arts films, um like old school films that are even sometimes difficult to get through the plot. For example, I was talking mm-hmm. to someone on Instagram earlier and we were discussing legendary weapons of China and I am, um, yeah, yeah uh, amongst, uh, I guess the Kung Fu community or, or whatever. Uh, I'm not well known, but I'm a person who kind of stands against that film. I don't, I don't like it. I don't care for it at I've, all. I've still to this day, I've got to finish it and I've got it on Blu-ray. I've got the, I think 88 films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Piece. And it's because I, I think I put it on on Netflix a few years ago and it was just, it was a lot. It's it a chore a of comedy. It was a comedy that wasn't hitting. Yeah. There were like, hadn't been a fight scene in like 40 minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. And I was like, all right. But that finale is right. Like, and you know what? You I haven't seen it? it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't wait to get to it. The payoff is nice because that finale is fantastic. I'll stand by that. Like the the final fight scene. A lot of people say it's the greatest weapons fight of all time. I disagree. I think the fighting in Odd Couple with Sammo Hung and uh, Lao Kar Wing is better than mm-hmm. Lao Kar Wing against Lao Kar Lung, but it's definitely up there as one of the best. But yeah, that's that's interesting because um obviously I do a podcast with two people that just don't care for the genre. And it's hard to find films that they will like through and through, like plot, mm. character, comedy, action, all of it through and through. But it's interesting speaking to someone like you, who you you under, you. It sounds so fucking patronizing to say this, but you get we it. We understand <laughs> all those fucking peons. They don't get it, but we get it. Yeah, I I I always, I always find that quite interesting speaking to someone who has a has a love of the genre. So you said that early on. Um, would you say that your first kind of major introduction to martial arts in general was Power Rangers? Yeah, probably mm-hmm. that and like Tekken three. See, that's great. Yeah. You had uh, you had a. Uh, you had video games. I'm I'm significantly older than you, so the video games I grew up with that had martial arts in were they just didn't have that appeal. Just yeah, there was like it, it was just it was like eight bits. Just yeah. you could barely pick out what was an arm moving. Exactly. I mean, the one I remember is like Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage Two, and you know they were fighting games. I was, thinking, I, was I was maybe <laughs> insulting you by I was going like karate champ. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did actually. That's true because the first system system, the first computer I had was the Commodore sixty four. And that had a game on it called Ninja. And I love that game. Mm. But it, it never fueled anything inside me. Um, and funny enough, I remember watching Bruce Lee films uh, when I was like, fucking hell, about six probably. And even back then, it just didn't it didn't hit. Obviously, I was super young, probably too young. But yeah, later on, just Drunken Master did it for me. But that's cool. I think, I think having, I never even considered that video games would be like a, a gateway 
into the genre. It and you know it it I, it feels like almost Tekken specific because <laughs> Street Fighter is great and Mortal Kombat is is they've both got their good qualities. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I definitely grew up also. I watched the first Mortal Kombat movie so many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like the game never really clicked much for me. Mm-hmm. I, I the only thing I really played much of Street Fighter was we had Marvel versus Capcom one on the PlayStation one. But mainly it was Tekken 3. Played a lot of Tekken 3. Yeah, I think um, I remember specific... Oh, was it was it Tekken 3 I used to play? Or which one was Tekken Tag Tournament? Was that like 3.5? Tekken Tag Tournament... Tekken Tag was on uh, the PS2. Oh, okay. Okay. I used to play that one a lot. Um, and I remember... Was it... Is it Dr. Baskonovich? Is that a character in Tekken? Just, yeah, he, he looks like like Dr. Wily or whatever from, from Mega Man. And he kind of does drunken boxing, almost. He does a lot of, like, falling over. So, yeah, I remember yeah. him specifically, and I remember thinking, oh, yeah, look, this is this is drunken boxing. And then, of course, the guy that looks like Jackie Chan from Police Story. Yeah, Lei Wulong. There you go, there you go. Yeah, video games never did it for me. But then I've never been a big gamer. So have you, have you played Sifu then? I have not played Sifu yet. No. Uh, I, I, I think it may be on PS4, but I still have a PS4. My thing is I want to stream at some point. Oh, nice. And I'm kind of waiting to play Sifu until I start streaming. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. that's yeah. I, I, I've watched a whole bunch of people play. I don't game at all. I don't even have a, a system of any kind, but I've watched people play the shit out of Sifu, and it's just entertaining as hell There's to watch a, people. I've, I've watched one guy play it. There's a dude. I can't remember his name. There's a guy on YouTube who used to be a monk. Ranton. Yes. Yeah, I'm a big fan I of Ranton. Him, I watched him play Sifu, and yeah. he was... I was so elated and joyful <laughs> at his excitement. Yes. Because he was just like, I've been waiting to play this game yep, for so long. he loved it so much. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's so a wild character. So yeah. He's, if, he's, he's strange. If anyone out there uh, isn't familiar, his name's Ranton, uh, R-A-N-T-O-N. And yes, he used to be... He went to train in Shaolin, essentially, um, and he's kind of built this character around being this ex Shaolin monk, but now he's a huge gamer that streams and uh he's he's definitely a quirky guy. Very interesting. If anybody uh if anybody wants a good intro video for that guy, I think my first video I saw was him pretty much telling Michael J. White to shut up. Because yes. Michael J. White had said some stuff about like Shaolin doesn't work, blah 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 and Yep. He was just like, Yeah, shut up, Michael. Yeah, I think uh he was definitely yeah, one of the few people that kind of came back at, at Michael Jai White. I, I think Michael Jai White also ca- caught some flack for saying he'd beat up Bruce Lee, which, understandable, yes, he has got like mm-hmm. 200 pounds on Bruce Lee, but yeah. you don't say it. <laughs> Even if yeah, you think no, it, it, you don't say it. it. You know, he he pretty much went full Beatles and was like, we're bigger than Jesus. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, uh, which is strange because uh, Michael Jai White... <sighs> Not the best career in the world, really. No, no, no. If you like, if you had to, uh, I guess, sort of look at the batting average. Yeah, I know that Bruce Lee has way less at bats. Right, but he has a better average. Yes, um, you and I are uh, uh, joined uh, for our disdain of Welcome to Sudden Death. I believe. Is yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was bad. And yeah. I was looking forward to it mostly because. I mean, I'm I'm always, I'm never really looking forward to a Michael Jai White movie, <laughs> but I'm always I always want it to be good. Yeah, I of never course. Want a movie to be, I never want a movie to suck. No, no, absolutely not. And then, I, of course, 
Maurice Crump was in it, and I'm like, oh, I gotta love Maurice Crump. That poor guy. He's so talented, uh, he a, and he's just never caught a break. Nope, jujitsu. He's he's got some bad movies. Yeah, and I don't know why. Like he was he was literally Panarita Cry's like number one student. Oh well, obviously Panarita Cry passed away. So, yeah, I wonder if just um, uh, Panna was setting up Maurice Crump to be something mm -hmm. special and then just him dying kind of just, he fell by the wayside. And poor guy, he's super talented. Yeah, he's he trained, uh, he, he trained um, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah, he did for Black Panther, right? Yeah. Yeah. He also, uh, weird combination of, of martial arts and the wrestling world, he also trained uh, Kofi Kingston a little bit. Oh, I did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah, so if you ever see if you ever see Kofi Kingston bust out in a capoeira, that's because he trained with Maurice Crump. Yeah, poor Maurice Crump. He had a he had a concept video a long time ago, and it's him fighting a bunch of people in the rain, and it's it was like a Panorama Cry just concept uh, or like previs. It was so good. Yeah, poor guy. Um, so. Now that you're, or not, I don't say now that you're, since you've been kind of knee deep in martial arts cinema for so long now, uh, what do you do? You find yourself that you've got, or do you find that you have specific tastes in the genre? Do you like lean more? By that I mean, do you lean more modern? Do you lean more old school? Do you prefer Tony Jaw kind of bone crunching action? Do you like Jackie's? like lighter stuff do you do you find that you lean in a certain direction i used to i think you know the the ignorance of youth mm, you yeah. think you know you, you think you're like oh no this thing is always cooler than this thing yeah when i was when i was younger i and i'm i'm not 25 mm -hmm. uh, when i was 16 uh i preferred the newer faster uh tony jaw scott adkins style stuff yeah uh, I wasn't a big fan of a lot of weapons work because, again, my my whole oh. idea of like, I love like the control of the human body and all that kind of thing. I'm like, well, you know, controlling weapons is cool, but as as realistic as you can make it look is always was always better. So it would be like, like if I could watch the raid and I could watch dudes almost punch each other in the face, that's awesome. But yeah. if I'm watching a sword fight, I know that that sword is never coming anywhere close to them. Oh yeah. That's, so that's kind of a of mature like, way of looking at things, though, if you think about it. Because you're, you're, like, you're like, oh, no, it, it's, it's, it's taking me out of it too much. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not landing properly with me because it's unrealistic. Yeah, so I, like, I wasn't a big Shaw Brothers person. I wasn't a big Shapes person. Mm. And now that I've, like, and, and what it honestly really was was I had just not seen a lot of it. I yeah. was a big, like, mm -hmm. pretty much, I was a big anything jackie chan and post jackie chan because jackie chan sort of revolution with that realistic kickboxing style yeah um but then as i got older and i had more money and i could i could buy a <laughs> box about set money. of shaw brothers movies yeah uh you know i had access to that stuff it was on you know a bunch of movies were on netflix or on, mm -hmm. on prime and now that i had access to all these old shaw brothers movies i was like i'm gonna dive into this and then i'm like oh that eight diagram pole fight was great <laughs> that martial club final fight was dope so then i'm like okay where's more of this i need more yeah yeah that's it's a slippery slope so you you got short scope volume one right yes do you have a favorite film on that set i have not watched all of it yet okay because i keep getting more stuff and then i'm like watching of, of course stuff on streaming and so i've only yes. really 
I mean, there's a there's a handful of ones on there that I've seen. I had seen what is Execution of the Shaolin is on there. Mm-hmm. I had seen yeah. that. Um, I don't even. I, I've I've never seen Five Fingers of Death. I need to get to that. I think you watched. Uh, uh, if I recall, you watched Chinatown Kid, right? Or am I wrong? I did watch Chinatown Kid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I need to get to other stuff on there. Um, I mean, I, I'm most excited. I gotta think of what's on there. Uh, Five Deadly Venoms, Challenge of the Masters. Of course, I, yeah, I've seen, I've seen De- Five, Five Deadly Venoms. Dirty Ho. Yeah, there's something on there I can't think of, but I'm very excited to watch one sp- specific thing on there. I can't remember what it is. I'm, I assure you it's not Mighty Peking, man. No, I'm going to watch that, but I'm not really looking forward to it. That oh, much. that's the one I struggle with. Obviously, you know, I'm a martial arts fan at heart, and there's no martial arts in that film. It's a cheap King Kong rip-off. People love it, though. It's like a cult favorite, and it just it did not sit well with me. Um, but I had to power through Shaw Scope because I knew that if I left it too long, I wouldn't watch them. So I had to I revisit I them. Had, I had set up the goal to make it through uh, the cinematic Vengeance box set first, but even then, I'm only like four movies through that. I think you're beating me on that because um, I... <laughs> I couldn't even sit through the old master. I gave up on the old master. Um, well, I've just got like a stack of a bunch of Blu-rays and stuff that I've gotten recently that I haven't watched yet. Yeah, same here. I mean, literally, I uh, my package today that I received, I got eight Blu-rays. And yeah, I got the uh, I got the Shaolin Mantis today. Nice. I got Shaolin Mantis. And did you get Monkey Kung Fu? Or you're not picking up Monkey Kung Fu yet? I'm going to. I, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought I had ordered it and I didn't. Oh, um, yeah. My opinion, I think Monkey Kung Fu is better than Shaolin Mantis. Don't get me wrong, Shaolin Mantis is a a, a more well-made movie because it's Lao Ka Lung, but Monkey Kung Fu is basically from the minute it starts to the minute it ends, it's just fight scenes. <laughs> so that's why I like it. Um, yeah, there's so uh, with with 88 films and Eureka and Arrow, it's just it's too. I got Come Drink with me today from Arrow, and I don't even like that. I, I watched it back when I was like 20, and I didn't like it. So I bought it just because I hope that my tastes have changed and that I might like it. Yeah, I watched that one recently enough on like Prime or something to yeah. to know that I, I don't think I'll be picking that one up. Yeah, yeah. It's so tricky as well because Eight Diagram Pole Fighter comes out from Arrow next month and I've already got it, but I'm like, should I double dip? And then they tell you, oh, it's got like this one added special feature. And I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll double dip. So my thing with that, my my mental argument with myself is, the Arrow one is going to be Region A. Yes. And so I'm like, do I want one that I can just pop in my PS4, <laughs> or yeah. do I just want to keep watching the one that I gotta, you know, turn on the region free player and yeah, and then take that extra two minutes to to change source on the TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I wonder if there's another genre that people do that with. I, I imagine horror. I, I was going to say horror. Right? Yeah, I, I think there's similarities between horror and, and kung fu or martial arts cinema, I think so. Um, yeah, that's 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 really interesting. So you find yourself, the, the more kind of the your, your, your martial arts cinema journey, you find yourself getting more into the old school stuff as you go along? Uh, yes, and I, I even am, am reluctantly diving into Western 90s stuff as much as i i've I've never that's one thing so you say you ask about like stuff i've never really wanted to get into yeah i've never been a seagal or big van damme fan and i will stand by not being a seagal fan oh yeah uh so there's just a whole lot of um, of western 90s stuff that i have just never seen Mm -hmm. and i've never had really any intention to watch but i'm 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 thinking about diving into some don wilson 
Oof. Uh, specifically like Blood Fist and, and, and yeah. it like Ring of Fire. Yes. I got um, the Tiger Claws trilogy from... Is that Vinegar um, Syndrome? Yes. Yep. Okay. So I didn't pick that up. The whole trilogy of those, I, I picked that up. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to do some, some 90s watches soon. That's interesting because that's another... That's that's an avenue I've never gone down. Um, I When it comes to Western stuff, I've, I like to think that I've watched the, the best of, of what it has to offer. Like, um, I, I don't know if you're... Oh, my God. Why have I forgotten the name? King of the Kickboxers. Have you seen that? That's yeah. fucking amazing. And then my favorite, which I wish they put out on Blu-ray, and they haven't put it out, and it's so... It's, it's not hard to find, but I just want a, a good, just remastered copy of No Retreat, No Surrender 3. Mm. That film is fantastic. But I've, I've only seen the first, and mm-hmm. of course I've seen, I've seen King of the Kickboxers, which was, I guess, supposed to be number four, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. King of the Kickboxers is a, a, a very... It's a very interesting film because it is super cheesy, but just it's just got amazing fight scenes. It's got Keith Cook in it as well, and Keith Cook is mm. one of the most underrated kickers of all time. But yeah, no Rotino surrender three. But Don Don the Dragon Wilson and um, like you said, even Van Damme and even Seagal. I I only started uh, exploring Seagal last year, and uh, I I regretted it immediately. <laughs> I so I have seen a single don wilson film i have a review for it on my channel from like two years ago <laughs> and it was it was um black belt okay and then don wilson himself commented on that video because i just tore the, the movie to shreds never watch black belt it's it's horrible oh, i imagine it's bad. i imagine so don wilson commented on that video and was like not usually the movie people usually go to when they watch my stuff. Uh, oh. I recommend, and he's like, I recommend checking out, you know, Ring of Fire or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, thanks for your thoughts. Sorry, I didn't like the movie. And I was like, oh, okay, my bad. That's crazy. That's crazy. That out of like, of out of all the videos you could have done, and out of all the people that could, all the people that could have seen them, Don the Dragon Wilson sees your video and he's just like, oh, this guy didn't like my film. That's... He seemed to not like it either, though. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess that's the case with some people isn't it i'm sure you know people like um not that i've ever asked her or even spoken to her but i'm sure people like cynthia rothrock have some films that she just despises. i'm sure people like even jackie chan has films that he doesn't like although i'm not too sure about jackie but i'm sure he looks back on like killer meteors and isn't a big fan oh yeah i want to also get into like the martial laws you know her her stuff there too yeah um i watched martial law last year um did not love it uh mm. but cynthia rothrock when she's good she's great like the china o'brien films i'll stand by they're still great and they need a blu-ray release as well um but yeah you know what's a good one you might have seen it have you seen perfect weapon with jeff speakman i have never so that's another like 90s dive i gotta do i've never seen that well worth jeff it speakman film yeah honestly perfect weapon has some really decent moments in it it's you know it's 90s cheese but it's mm-hmm. it's pretty good i think there's a blu-ray of it out there somewhere um yeah i think uh, i think it's interesting we we've had a kind of opposite journey with our uh martial arts cinema fandom um in that you kind of maybe was in were into the western stuff earlier and then got into the old school stuff i started old school and then only not recently but later on i kind of got into uh even stuff like scott adkins i came late to i think um scott adkins i got into him in about 2012 mm. and i and i i 
the way I, I found Scott Adkins was I remember I was at my friend's house and I'm on YouTube just I, I, would, I was just watching fight scenes on YouTube I was I was yeah. probably looking up some Tony Jaw stuff and from Tony Jaw it leads me to uh, Yuri Boyka versus uh, Dolor from of course. the third movie the, the final fight yep having no clue who Scott Adkins was yep I'm like, oh, this Yuri Boyka guy is pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, and like, I watched every fight scene from the third movie. I was like, dude, I don't know who this Yuri Boyka is. Who's this Russian guy? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm like looking up Yuri Boyka, and then I'm like, oh, Scott. Okay, who's Scott Adkins? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, I weirdly the first Scott Adkins film I saw, I'm pretty sure was the first Ninja movie, which mm. w- it wasn't the best one to see, really. Um, because it's not his best. Um, so we had a um, we had a movie rental store close to my house called Movies and More, and uh, they just like I just went to see what they had. It wasn't a big store, but they had Ninja One, they had Undisputed Two and Three. Oh, so nice! I, like rented all I rented all three of them and just watched them. And yeah, like after that, I was like, okay, yep, yeah, this is my new favorite guy. Yeah. What was the more? They were movies and more. What What was the? It's a video game. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just you wondering if they like sold movie... like guns or something. No, you could buy like some movie theater snacks there or something. I don't know. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, I I was late to Scott Atkins, and then I I think I I think I almost like. I don't know. I feel like I missed the wave with Scott Atkins. I appreciate him and I like his movies, but I think I really. I don't know. I just don't think I got into him at the right time. I, I, I like Undisputed 3. It's fine, but I don't like it as much as some people. I wish I did, and it's just... Ninja 2 is my favorite film of his. Ninja 2 is one of the few movies I've ever had that 110% lived up to every expectation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I had, I had been into Scott Adkins for a year. I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing that he has a movie called Ninja 2 coming out. I'm following him on whatever social media. Mm-hmm. And then it dropped on like Netflix or something. Yes. And I was like, that was everything it needed to be. It was, it was yeah. perfect. Tim Mann's best work, I think. I don't think Tim Mann's done better than that since. Um, you know, there is... I know that Scott Atkins was doubled in maybe one or two fights, but still doesn't, you know doesn't ruin it at all it's still him in a lot of it and yeah i don't know ninja 2 if if anyone out there has not seen it definitely pick it up it's yeah in my opinion his best although fingers crossed you know we have the 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 best yet to come from scott even though he's accident man 2 hoping for accident man 2 coming out this year right later on this year um i see i see that he fights two clowns in it which looks uh pretty crazy i saw that that was was weird yeah so i posted that on on instagram yeah, I mean, it's uh, Accident Man, the first one. It's it's a quirky film. I mean, it's definitely strange. It's mm-hmm. it's. I know it's from a comic book, and it's it definitely very, feels comic book. Mm. But um, very Guy Ritchie dialogue. Um, yes, yes. The 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 movies that uh, sort of so like I'd always been sort of into martial arts. Well, pretty much into martial arts movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I of course also grew up watching a lot of Jet Li stuff. But then I remember my brother came home with maybe three movies my brother came home with Ip Man 1 nice he came home with Ong Bak nice and then and the first Drunken Master oh there you go and that was that was probably the moment that like my brain went from like western martial <laughs> arts and that 
to suddenly my brain was like, there's more. Yep, yep. Oh, like, there's explore the world. Such a good moment. That that moment where you find out that there's just so much more out there. It's just I've been I've literally been collecting for over 25 years and there's still stuff that I've just never seen <laughs> and that I know is fantastic. Um I'm trying to get into more TV like the old Hong Kong uh, Chinese television shows. Um, none of them are subbed, but it's like they got amazing fight scenes. Um, right. Yeah, I, I I see those posted, and I'm like, I don't even know where I would find this stuff. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, there's people out there that post way more than me and know far more about the TV series than I do. Um, I've just been lucky to kind of know where to find them. Um, so speaking of modern martial arts movies, how do you feel about the genre at the moment? Like, do you feel it's going in a good place or going in a good direction, I should say? Or do you think we've got some issues facing the genre coming up? I think it is... It, it, it's slowly but steadily growing in a few areas. Jesus, someone's yelling back there. <laughs> uh, it's slowly growing in a few areas and then it's dying in several others. Yes. It tells people to shut up real quick. Hold on. <laughs> i've got kids in the background anyway I, I don't i don't know if the microphone's picking up but there's kids playing outside it's so hot in this room i have to have the windows open and i can hear the birds chirping and kids playing so it actually sounds quite nice probably if the mic's picking it up but so like uh like of course hong kong it's i mean you've you've got like andy on or, or andy yeah andy on mm -hmm. philip philip ung yeah uh sort of doing their best to keep it going there yeah uh it, thailand it was booming and now it feels mostly dead thailand's uh, off the map indonesia's got some weird stuff because you of course had the explosion with with gareth evans but that seems to be kind of over yeah but then they've also got like um uh i was just talking about it the other day with somebody uh what's that superhero one that came out is it gun tank gun you which one sorry I think it was Ganryu. Oh, Ganryu. Okay, I, I never... And there's no one called Gun Tamar as well, I think. Maybe that's something completely different. I haven't I seen the... I, Ganryu is... You know what You know what Ganryu is? What? I think Ganryu is a fucking Tekken character. <laughs> I know which I one you're talking wrong. about. I actually, right. I actually haven't seen Gundala. the one. Oh, Gundala. There you go. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen um, it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, I don't know. Like, Korea is... Korea's always been weird because... Korea will just randomly put something out that's great. Yes. Yes. Like, and, and for a while, they honestly were doing really good. Like, you had, like, a Company Man. You had um, no, um, no Tears for the Dead. I freaking love No Tears for the Dead. I've never seen that um, either. It's on, my, it's on my Amazon Prime queue, and I've never seen it. You know, it's not perfect. The fight scenes aren't perfect. The camera work is a bit, eh, but something about the whole story of, of the whole movie. Yeah. It's, it's just so good. I need to watch it. Yeah. I need to get around to it. Korea... Korea is my shit. Like, South Korea, I just... I think they're revolutionizing um, action. Almost cinema in general. They're just doing amazing things. Um, apparently, that new film that's just hit, um, Haya, Spirit Walker, um, mm. apparently that has some really nice action sequences in it. Yeah. And then my I think... My Name, the show My Name, I don't know if you ever got to it. I it never really got good. around to that either. I, I'm so behind. Especially on Korean cinema, I'm very much behind. Um, yeah, it sucks. The, the, the one place... It's it's blowing up in a weird way, and it has been for about a decade now in Hollywood. Mm. And it's it's mostly just because, of course, all those 
all the Westerners that went and did Hong Kong work in the 90s yep. are now in charge in Hollywood. Like, yeah. You know, you've got Chad Stahelski and David Leach and, and a couple other people, J.J. Perry. Yep. Uh, and then, like, they've got students of themselves for themselves, like um, uh, Sam Hargrave. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, now, now that like, that last class kind of 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 Hong Kong workers, heck, even you've got um, uh, Andy uh, Andy Chang. Yeah, doing fucking you know, Shang Chi, working on Shang Chi. <laughs> yeah. So like all these Hong Kong people are now coming over, and and it's weird because they they came over in the late '90s and it didn't work. Nope. Nope. Other than other than Rush Hour and Matrix. Yeah. But now you've got that last class coming over, and now they're in charge. So it's it's sort of blown up in Hollywood more. Hollywood is exciting times at the moment. I think if they can if they can really just get a few more really solid uh, martial arts films, or even action films in general, but martial arts films under their belt, they can really take off. I think I think Shang Chi, honestly, it could be something really special because they already know they already know Shang Chi the first one worked. They took a risk. They said, we're right. going to put it pure kung fu in the film. We're going to make it look as good as possible. We're going to absolutely just revolutionize. I hate using that word, but I'm using it again. They revolutionized the style and the way they did action. And they could take that and run with it in the second film. And, well, and what, it, yeah. what it feels like is like over the past decade with, with John Wick and, and even the Captain America movies and, yeah. I don't know, probably like some Mission Impossible and Bourne stuff, mm -hmm. it feels like for, for years they were they were making action movies with a heavy use of martial arts yes and and it and and maybe even maybe starting with like john wick oh fast and furious of course too um maybe starting with like john wick chapter three yeah they're just like all more like just just go for it just throw them out like it's not just it's not just an action movie with martial arts in it anymore it's yeah they're doing martial arts movies yeah yeah it's it's really an exciting time and you know i i think you know i talk to people who are fans of the genre and i think we're all so excited about you know john wick 4 is it sounds like the perfect movie scott atkins mm. donnie yen hiroyuki sonada it's a john wick film it's just like jeez uh, mark uh Marco Marco Zorora is in it. Yeah, I I just I, I don't see it being a bad thing. And then they're gonna do a fifth one. So I think it's really exciting for Hollywood. Even the smaller productions, like um even um shit, who did you just say? J J Perry. He has a mm -hmm. uh he has a vampire movie coming out on Netflix. Um, where right. he's it's his first time directing it, and that's so exciting. Like the idea of just because you know Sam Hargrave's Extraction was fucking incredible considering it was a netflix film so to have these smaller um not to have these like well-known action directors now being able to direct and do smaller things for streaming services is pretty exciting all they need to do is give um chris uh, oh my god why have i forgotten his last name is it chris cowan the guy who that sounds familiar he did the choreography for shang chi and he just did the have you seen the sifu live action uh short i did see that oh yep yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah i think yeah, it's, chris, it's chris cohen or chris cowan i can't remember yep, who that guy yeah he's he's an absolute beast the the things he can do um but i think you you're right you know like joseph joseph co yeah yeah absolutely Marshall club yeah up. yeah i just uh, yeah Marshall club doing bigger and bigger things i'm i'm really hoping that they get the recognition that they deserve i mean they're slowly getting the recognition but um I think once I'm excited to see them in uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, but that's apparently 
going to blow people's minds because uh, it's getting rave reviews. And, uh, you know, it's, it looks like a very quirky film. I didn't like the, the, the that director's or those director's first film, uh, Swiss Army Man. I didn't like it that much. Oh, I like Swiss Army Man. Yeah, I couldn't... I don't think I was in the right frame of mind watching it. I don't know. I just wasn't ready for it, I don't think. Uh, but this looks equally as quirky, but it's got martial arts in it and Michelle Yeoh, and you can't go wrong with that. Um, but I think I think you're right. I think uh, Hong Kong is struggling. Uh, it looks like mainland China is kind of trying to run with it, but even what they're putting out these days is no, pretty like, poor. I've, I have not liked... I have... I'm, the last... When when so when I have not so the next the next podcast episode you're doing is on the Final Master. When did that come out? Oh, two thousand. I'd like to say fourteen. Fourteen is it? Was that is that 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 that's China? Is it? Um, that was mainland China. I think I'm going to look it China. up now. Um, so that may have been the last year where I thought they were doing good stuff because that was 2014 was the year of Once Upon a Time in Shanghai. Oh, t- 2015. I, I was like, oh, that film, I'm so glad you brought up a while ago and said it was so good because that made me revisit it. That film is fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 that's maybe one of the last ones that I th- can think of from China that I'm like, this was incredible. Yeah. Ever since then, like, you know, like, the, the, what is it? Um, Vincent Zhao's film hasn't been very good. No, no. Um, I think. What did you think of? Um, oh my god! Why is it not? Why is it completely uh, gone from my brain? What did you think of Raging Fire? I liked it. It wasn't uh, amazing, but it was. It was really good. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what I was expecting. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was good enough, it, and so it's weird. My thing with China has has been weird for a few years because I'm like, I, for a while I was like, if it's not Donnie Yen, <laughs> or vaguely Ip Man related, because I was thinking of like Max Max Zhang movies. Yeah, and and if it was from China, it mostly sucked. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's been very very hit and miss, um, and it's it's been. I, I definitely think they're, they're struggling these days. Uh, I am looking forward to... Um, I can't even remember what it's called now. It's just had a change of title. Uh, the Kowloon City movie that's coming out. Um, you've got Sammo Hung in it. You've got Max Zhang in it. And you've got Kenji Tanagaki on choreography. Um, so that could be a really exciting one. I think that's going to be an actual straight-up kung fu movie. It feels more like... Um, like maybe Kung Fu Jungle or whatever it's called here. Kung Fu Killer. So I am kind of looking forward to that one. But... And it's it's weird though because it feels like there was like a new class yep of 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 chinese martial arts actors in like the mid 2000s because there was like um there was like champions and there was a uh uh choi lee foot and then uh yep. jackie chan presents wushu yep and jackie chan presents wushu is not great but like the final like 20 minutes of that is 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 a lot of highlights so i thought that that class was then gonna blow up and be huge and yep. then like Lucia Zhang and Andy On and Ugh. Philip Ong and Lucia three Zhang. people there, three people there who have mostly been a little wasted. Yeah, I was reading a story about Lucia Zhang in that apparently she um, she wasn't getting many roles. Basically, her first film bombed, which is like Coweb. I think that's how you say it. Um, here it's mm, called yeah, Ninja, it Master. Ninja Master. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. That bombed. And so she didn't get many roles after that, only bit parts, which we've seen it like in, you know, um, 
Bad Moon or King of... What's that called here? King of Yakuza? No, what's it called? King of Triads. Yeah, King of Triads. Yeah. And little roles like that. Then apparently I read that she stopped acting and she joined a reality show instead where it was like this um, uh, show where she was wanting to join this girl group and then she didn't win that reality show. Then after that, she bombed even more, like her career fell off. And then she, everyone loved her in Operation Red Sea. So hopefully... Say, she did that. Yeah, she was great in that. That, that film, it, more people need to see Operation Red Sea. Well, then she's got like a great small part in like Ip Man Final Fight. I, I watched that last week. Yeah, yeah. She's got a small part in Once Upon a Time in, Sh- in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know most things. And she just had a part in in Punch and Gun, Undercover Punch and Gun. She's great. In that film. Every time she pops up, she does something <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, I think Undercover Punch and Gun is a sign that still those films. I like that film, and I think it's a sign that these films still can be made, and there is talent. Mm. But it's just, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just think they're being under underused. So I don't know how Hong Kong's going to be going forward. Um, all the kung fu stuff that's hitting streaming services in mainland china like five percent of that is good and then the rest mm. the 95 percent is trash but and that five percent is super hard to navigate because yes. it's 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 it's, a, it's not bland but it's it's i don't know it, it it's all named base like like i don't know there was like a fist of legend one oh, and then another ip man one and then there's something else like there's none of them None of them have an original title that I don't. can pick up and be like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm looking for here. Like, every time I scroll through it, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. You're absolutely right. There were three films in, like, 2020 that came out, and they were all called Fist of Legend. And it was just like, which one? And one of them was really good, and the other two weren't. Yeah, one of them was pretty good. Yeah. Um, that guy, um, Tiger Zhu, I think his name is. His last name is XU, which I think is Zhu. Um, Tiger Zhu, is, he's really good, but he's he's stuck on streaming platforms in china so i don't know i think it'll be interesting to see but uh i think hollywood is definitely um the 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 place to be at the moment hopefully we'll get to see more and more martial arts so which is weird because just like a few years ago it was the place you wanted to avoid yeah absolutely yeah it's like you wanted to go to thailand or china or even like i don't know france and do something yeah i think uh chad stahelski just all honestly just made magic i think um 87 11 just took things and just did wonderful things and uh yeah i think we're it's a good time to be alive as they say um so i have to ask you the big question uh the obvious question what's the best martial arts movie of all time <laughs> which is not not an easy question because I don't think I can even answer so, that. I think my thing with with that kind of question has always been it's like if it's like anybody asking me your favorite your favorite band or your well my yep. favorite band is Foo Fighters. Um, I, you'd you'd break it down into genres and say what's my favorite of all these. Um, so I mean I don't know you if you had to go like your modern Western stuff you would go Ninja Two. Yep. If if I had to go. It's, it's weird to even say like old school because old school feels very broad uh yeah i mean like you know i don't know jackie chan i guess drunken master 2 mm-hmm. super old school you'd go eight, i've been really leaning high on eight diagram pole fighter recently boo boo you boo. <laughs> i say that because i don't love it as much as most people i wish i did it's one film i wish i loved as much as everyone else and i just 
don't. Even though I the film, like, go ahead. The whole movie is is mostly pretty good, but once you get to the, I think Philip Coe. Yeah, that's fight, what I was. Yep, that's it. That's where it just my brain exploded. Yeah, with, this is this is everything. Yeah, the the Philip Coe uh, Gordon Liu fight I think is in my top five fight scenes of all time. Even though I don't love the film, um, I I shouldn't say that. I, I like the film. I like the film a lot. I just wish I was one of those people that was just like it's the best Shaw Brothers film of all time. And I just it mm, it just isn't. I think I think there's some Venom's films I prefer. In fact, I I think I prefer like Heroes of the East to Eight Diagram oh, Pole Fighter. Really yeah, this is great. Yeah, um, and then there's like. I was just thinking of something else. Heroes of the East, and then like, the kid with the golden arm. Uh, we I are really do- like the kid with the golden arm. We're doing an episode on that, not next episode, but the episode after that. We're doing kid with the golden yeah. arm. So that That's should be a really good one. That should be quite interesting. Um, I used to not like that film for some reason. I I used to think the choreography was too um, too telegraphed or too dance like. Um, but after I watched it again, I but it, it it works though. Like that. What is it? Like Lu Fang, his yep. fight with the what is it the uh the, the spear versus the double axes yeah that's a great fight yeah even the the final fight was it is it philip quok against low low man i believe so but it, like that may be some of the best um like rope dart oh my god i'd forgotten about that fight i'd forgotten that's about maybe that. some of the best rope dart you can watch yeah i love lu fang lu fang's i think my favorite venom I think. I don't know if I have a favorite Venom. Maybe it's just Manglo, but it's basic. I don't know. Sorry, I have to take my glasses off. I'm absolutely... I don't know why my eyes are itching. I think it's allergies. Good. Yeah. Um, so, sorry I look like an idiot right now. I've got crazy allergies. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm with you in that, like, to say the best Kung Fu film ever, you have to separate it. You have to be like, okay, this is the best Shaw Brothers. This is the best, like, old school independent. So, you're like, oh, Seven Grandmasters. And then this is the best Jackie Chan. And... So, would you say uh, Drunken Master 2 is better than Police Story? Because a lot of people think Police Story is the best. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would feel like Police, I mean, so Police Story is has the better stunts overall. Yes, but not fights. But, some, but that final, well, not even just the final fight. Every fight in Drunken Master 2 is great but even if i go through all my jackie chan like every every jackie chan movie is going to have something for me that i will be like oh but this one does this better but yeah. this one does this better this one does this better yeah yeah other than uh the medallion <laughs> You're probably not the medallion <laughs> um so here's a, maybe an easier question then who is the greatest kung fu star of all time do you have a favorite star and it doesn't have to be like the star with the with the best filmography, just someone that you prefer. Right. Like Devin I Devin mean, loves like, Jet Li, but she hasn't seen an awful lot of Jet Li films. <laughs> right. I mean, just like for me personally, not like like if I had to say like undisputed this is the best person. Yeah. Um I, mean, I don't even know. Like because if you put in front of me my favorite I don't know, my favorite Jet Li movie, my favorite Jackie Chan, Scott Adkins, Tony Jaa movie. If you put all of them in front of me, then I'm just going to stare at the table for an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? I, I think uh, I, I think I have one. And I, 
I usually go with 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 one particular actor, and that's Sammo Hung. I think Sammo mm. Hung's my definitive favorite, just because I think out of all his films, I think I could pick like like twelve films of his that are amazing compared to like ten Jackie Chan films. What what I would probably jump to off the top of my head right now, and I'm sure that there are better people who are better at all of these things combined, but if there's one person that's maybe like it entertained me for every single reason from acrobatics, choreography, fights, martial arts, all that stuff, whatever. Yeah. I I can't think of like a time I watched a UN Biao fight and that's, was disappointed. That's that's a good call. That's a good shout. Um he had some hiccups during the nineties, but if you avoid his nineties stuff, like some of them like um who didn't have a hiccup during the 90s? Hey, that's, that's a good point. Donnie Yen had troubles in the 90s. And, uh, Donnie Yen, Jet Li, everyone. in the 90s. Samo Hung had bad stuff in the 90s. Yeah, I think fucking Donnie Yen and Yun Biao were in the same bad film. Wait, aren't they in Circus Kids, I Circus think? Circus Kids, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah Yun Biao's a, a, great, a great call. I think... I think he did magic, and I think even some of his uh, lesser-known films are fantastic. And we get, we're going to get some from Eureka this year, and some of them I haven't even seen. Um, On the Run, for example, gets released soon, and I, I, I haven't seen that film at all. All I know is it's not a martial arts film. I know it's Yun Biao, but there's like very little martial arts in it. Right, 88 um, is releasing uh, uh, Writing Wrongs. They are releasing Writing Wrongs, and I think Eureka is also releasing, is it Knockabout next month? Is that next month? Yes. I think so. Yes. Yeah, apparently Knock this... About and um, Dreadnought. Dreadnought is the other one, yeah. And then there are rumors, or have they announced it, that... I don't think they've announced it yet, but I think 88 Films has Iceman Cometh. I, I haven't heard that. I've got that on Blu-ray from Fortune Star. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't heard of an 88 Films. Yeah, I think... Um, I think... There was like some hints that they put out, and I think it was some people worked out that it may have been Iceman Cometh. Um, but yeah, definitely the year for you and Beyond. I haven't seen Dreadnought since the VHS uh, days. I'm actually looking at it now. I've got Dreadnought right in front of me on VHS, um, but I haven't seen it in years. I'm really excited to revisit that one because it's a it's an interesting film, pretty bonkers. But- he does laundry. He does. I remember that scene growing up. It was like one of my favorite scenes. Um, I had that. I had a VHS of a film called The Best of Martial Arts, and it actually featured that scene of him doing laundry. And I was just like, "Who is this guy?" And uh, yeah, good stuff. That, that era of of releasing kung fu stuff on VHS that was like a YouTube compilation astounds me. Yeah. Just like the idea that they put out VHSs and just <laughs> like here's scenes from different movies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's one. Um, is it Deadly China Dolls? I think there's one called Deadly China Dolls, which is just women uh, fighting, like fight scenes of like Michelle Yeoh and Moon Lee and Yukari Oshima and people like that. So, yeah, I think I think now in terms of releases, it's very exciting. I believe some uh, some that's distributors. Where, that's where it's probably the best time to like like. Yeah, it's it's maybe not the best time to be a fan. If you're wanting amazing new stuff, like yeah. we're getting, it, it's happening. It's yes. not happening frequently, but it's happening. Yeah. But it's the best time, especially for someone like like you or myself, um, and you've seen more old stuff than I have. So it's a great time for someone like me to discover a lot of old stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, just eighty eight Eureka Arrow, all those places, just putting out old, you know, 
accessible things like this it's stuff you know, even with streaming a lot of it wasn't super accessible because you would put something on prime video and it looked like absolute trash yeah yeah so yeah. you know you, you'd put it on for five minutes and you'd be like i'm good yeah i i think um I, I think it's interesting that these companies might exhaust all their classics sorry i shouldn't say that they might exhaust all their better known classics and then there's rumors of some companies like picking up some old girls with guns flicks so we might get some moon lee stuff and you know some cynthia khan stuff that people haven't seen before there's a company in, in france called spectrum um and they're, they're putting out blu-rays and they put out um i think it was oh fucking hell i think it might have been angel terminators and angel terminators 2 great films unfortunately they're french blu-rays and they don't have english subs so you can't pick it up. But it means that they're out there. It means that people are remastering them. And there's a possibility that down the road, we'll some, see some crazy obscure film that no one's thought about uh, for, for 20 years. In fact, that's a question I actually had in my notes. Is there a particular film that you are really interested in seeing that just you've never gotten around to? Whether, whether it be like one that's... Uh, 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 a, a classic that you just never got around to or that it's some obscure gem that you've n just haven't been able to get your hands on or no uh, if, i mean the answer can be no of course i don't think so no? i think it's it, not off the top of my head mm -hmm. I mean, there's always old you know like i said i had never seen um uh the five fingers of death and for a lot of people that's their holy grail yeah um it, it's most you know i it's just old stuff that i just haven't seen you know i i've i've not even though i've seen i don't know 35 to 40 50 saw brothers movies yeah i definitely have not i've not fully broke broken the surface on shaw brothers i have right. not even scratched the surface of of hong kong indie stuff yeah you know yeah so it, it's not really any specific movie that I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this one. It's just the whole entire genre that I'm like, I need to break in more. Same here. <laughs> I still, I still feel the the same way. Um, I just uh, like there's always uh, as a fan of the genre there's always something that we can want more and by that i mean it's all good and well if you've seen a thousand kung fu movies two thousand three thousand kung fu movies but deep down you can always go i still want that 2k remaster of shaolin versus llama you know what i mean mm -hmm. there's always you can you've seen shaolin versus llama in a cropped print with burnt in subtitles mm -hmm. and you always yep. if someone releases that as a 2k remaster on blu-ray uh, I've got a um, I've got basically a remastered version of Mystery of Chess Boxing. Um, I I obtained it from someone, and it's not a it's not a release that's put out there, but I got it, and it looks stunning, like unbelievably stunning. And to see that film not in full screen and just full widescreen, it, it just it blew me away. And that's like watching um um uh, world of drunken master on the on the C cinematic vengeance or seven grand masters it's just like seeing them that way is mind-blowing and i think that's the exciting thing that there's always a million films we can watch but there's also a million versions of those films that right, we can and watch there's always more that that any of these studios can put out because maybe once they've once they've exhausted their hong kong kung fu stuff which i don't think you know they'll probably never really exhaust <laughs> no. that but once they want to like once they've done away with with the popular titles and they've maybe got to charge a little bit less for the for the lesser known titles yeah 
then they can maybe see if they can release some old Japanese stuff. Or yeah. Some old Thai stuff. Like I've got that DVD copy of 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 Born to Fight. The original. And yeah, the '86. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. And I love that movie, but if they ever release it on Blu-ray. Yeah, exactly. Pick up that Born to Fight on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's it's just incredible. The the uh, the idea of just. Or the possibilities are almost endless. I mean, there was talk this week that maybe they haven't announced it yet, but rumors are that Criterion have picked up the heroic trio, and it's like, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like Criterion of all people picking up that. Fa- I mean, it seems to me it seems a little far fetched. I mean, for Criterion to put out that, that's very that's odd. Choice. Very, yeah. very odd. Um, I mean, Once Upon a Time in China made sense. Even Lone Wolf and Cub made sense. But, yeah, Heroic Trio. Yeah, please, yeah, exactly, exactly. The, the, the Bruce Lee collection. Yeah, Heroic Trio. makes sense. It's so obscure. And uh, if they do, I will be delighted. I will definitely pick that up. Um, well, I think we can wrap up. Uh, we're almost up to an hour. I'm just going to ask you one last question. And that is, do you have a most anticipated uh, action or martial arts movie for this year? Oh, I know we've mentioned Accident Man 2. Is there anything else that... Or even... We don't even have to say this year. Even that you know that's maybe coming next year. I mean, I guess the big answer is John Wick Chapter 4. Yeah, I thought that. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't really think of anything else that is coming out. Um. So... Yeah, you're probably right. I guess I was thinking along the lines of, like, Extraction 2... And oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's on the horizon. Um, I know Shang Chi Two isn't going to be around the it's corner anytime wild. soon. I think that'll be a 2024 release, if anything. Mo- you know what, Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight looks exciting. Actually, what's that next week? Yeah, I'm a Moon Knight week? fan. Yeah, I believe so. Like the end of the month. Yeah, that that should be really really interesting. I I I know enough about Moon Knight to be into the idea. And I also uh, have that the copy of the issue. Um, I, I'm sure you've read it. The one that is just the raid ripoff when it's just him in a building beating the shit out right. of people. And uh, yeah, apparently this is going to be dark and pretty pretty interesting. Um, I, you know, I'm still a guy that I still love Marvel. I don't care. What I oh, you saw the Batman, oh, yeah, right? I, oh, you didn't like the yeah, Batman as much as me, right? I, th- I mean, I thought it was great, but like, you know, I, I didn't. Like I gave it like a four out of five. And oh, okay. Five. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm. Yeah. I'm still on board with with um superhero movies. I, I think I see yeah, a lot of. Too. Yeah. There's a lot of backlash against it on Twitter. It's well, there's backlash against everything on fucking Twitter. But I think there's people are like, oh, you know, they're all the same. They're all the same. I still hold out for them. That's- you You know what I'm I'm excited for for what's new is anything <laughs> that's new to me. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Like. One thing that I've I've found over years of just watching random movies yeah. is sure you're going to be let down by a few things. I just watched a movie called Blood Match. Have you ever seen Blood Match? I don't think I've ever heard of Blood Match. It is a 1991 movie starring a whole bunch of like Western, um, like American champion kickboxers, has Benny the Jet, has a couple other people. Oh, jeez. I was actually very excited to watch it. It was an hour and 20 minutes of absolute garbage oh really it was just trash and that's never fun yeah but now i know that yeah that's a great attitude to have and i can watch other things and if they're good i'll be blown away like one of my favorite my favorite example of just trying something and it being 
one of the coolest things I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and I've told you about the movie before, is Die Fighting. Yes, like and I still haven't watched that. Movie. Yeah, I, I still recommend it. And you know, even if you don't like it as much as I did, that's fine. You gave it a try. Yeah, but like I picked up Die Fighting just based on the trailer. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna give it a try. It looks pretty cool. And by the time it was over, I was like, that was so cool. That was so good. And I've seen yeah. it like three times since then. So if like just anytime you can watch something you've never seen before, if it lets you down, it lets you down. But if it turns out to be absolute dope, it's it sticks in your brain. You tell yeah. everybody about it, then that's awesome. That's great. That's a that's a great attitude to have. I uh, I had a similar experience with Hydra. Um, yeah, I would. I went in thinking, oh, this isn't going to be much, and I loved it from start to finish. I thought that was great. That's great attitude. I think that's a great way to end the episode as well. I think uh, going in with just just rather than expectations like set super high just going in as a new experience a film is a new experience if it's good it's good if it's bad it's bad if it's bad hey you won't watch it again but if it's good mm-hmm. hey you found a new gem that you can continue to watch so right that's awesome okay well we'll go ahead and wrap it up here i will stop recording um i will say thank you very much for listening everyone uh do you want to give some plugs or have you got any plugs for your for your social media and the like yeah, you know, Martial Arts Film Freak on YouTube. Uh, as of recording this today, I just put up a video where I ranked every single kickboxer film. I'm halfway Again, through it. Watching, I haven't finished it yet. Watching movies you've never seen before just to see if they're good. Every single kickboxer movie. Is most of them good? No, not really, <laughs> but now I know that. Great job. Uh, Martial Arts Film Freak. Yeah, Martial Arts Film Freak on, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Tristan underscore Glover on Twitter. And uh, I'm working on putting some T-shirts out soon. I've got sort of a prototype on right now. Oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, I hadn't noticed uh, that. So I'm working on some stuff. That is awesome. Uh, you'll find me on social media, foo underscore four underscore thought on Instagram, foo for thought podcast. Obviously, just search for it. You'll find it. And then I am foo for thought pod on Twitter. Um, next week. Oh, this won't be next week because this episode's coming out later. So I won't know what movie we're doing next week. So forget I just said that. All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.